New Year, New You, New Word. Are you searching for the perfect word to embody all the sweeping changes you're going to make in your life? Have you made an incredible vision board articulating all that you hope to achieve? If so, that's great. But I would love for you to just take a moment to think of it in a different way. Instead of choosing a word, letting the word choose you. Really tapping into your intuition in a much more compelling way of doing vision boarding so that you can get to what you want, not what your mind wants in the new year. This is a process that can be done monthly, quarterly, yearly, every time you need to ask yourself what you really need. It's a fun process, and I promise you will get on the other side to an intention that actually matters to you. Hello, my friend. Do you have your word for the new year? Do you have your new intention, your goals set? Are you raring to go? There's a lot of pressure on having the perfect word. And everyone has a different school of thought. I'm going to share mine, which is I don't choose a word. I let the word choose me. And I do that through a process Um, that I've developed called intuitive vision boarding. And I just want to share the process with you today because A, I think it's pretty darn fun and it's also incredibly, incredibly impactful and useful and it works. So what one needs, first of all, for this process Two to three magazines, any magazine, any magazine will do. I've had a woman who came to my workshop with only a men's health magazine, someone who came with just a Boy Scouting magazine. They got to their word. Have faith, my friend. Two to three magazines, a pair of scissors, some sort of fastening agent, and a piece of paper. If you're wanting a bigger piece of paper and you don't have that, you can use um, from the newspaper, like newsprint. It doesn't have, don't overthink this. This is not about perfectionism. And that is what I always saw traditional vision boarding as like, those are gorgeous, but it's seemingly ineffective. Last week, we talked about the difference between resolutions, goals, and and intentions. And I said the resolution is like the petulant toddler that was like, I am going to do this. I'm doing this. And the vision board is her kind of saying, I'm doing this. I'm going to go to magazines and I'm going to find the things and I'm going to put them here and I'm going to show you, I'm going to do this. And then I'm just going to have it sitting there as a reminder that I'm going to make six figures and I'm going to go on a beach vacation. I feel like everyone's vision board has palm trees. I was like, why is it that everyone else seems to think they're going on a beach vacation and I that does not speak to me at all? So that's not this kind of vision boarding. But the supplies 
are very similar. When we go from our mind's place, I talked about this last week, we go to the shoulds. I should want to make more money. I should want to be more healthy. I should want to make, um, exercise more. I should want to go on a tropical vacation with my family. And so it's like, I should do those things. So let me find the photos and let me put them up here and let me set these goals and let me go on my merry way. But they don't hit us in our heart space. And so by February 6th, we're no longer doing any of those things. And that beautiful vision board is now just a constant reminder of all the things that we are not doing. We need to tap into where our intuition, that's our inner self, that is us. We need to ask ourselves what we want. But so often we drown out what it is we want because our mind is saying this is what we should want. And that's where should is not on the table here. This is our unadulterated unfiltered, what comes out of us, this is what we're going to do. Okay? So listen to this process. You can do the whole thing by just listening to this. But if at the end you want more in the community, if you just go to adailypractice.mn.co, inside the community is this, inside the free community is this free course currently at the beginning of 2023. So I want you to think about this past year. This is where we have to start. We have to kind of take stock in what happened last year so we know where we want to go this year. We're not going to rehash. We're not going to say, oh my God, we should have done this differently. We're just noticing. So just take a few minutes to kind of let all of the memories, experiences, feelings, emotions, accomplishments, highlights, lowlights, all the lights come like a wave coming by, just watching them as they are Think of them as photos and you see each one and you notice it, but there's no judgment. First, just see them as they go by and then take in the gratitude that each thing brought to you. So often we can be grateful for the good things, the milestones, the vacations, the the quality family time, the promotions and so forth. But I really want you to think about the gratitude for things that were the oh craps and the oh shits, the things that did not go our way because they did give us something. They turned us in a different direction and we found something good in that direction. It helped us slow down. It gave us a lesson it gave us a great story. So let gratitude envelop 
all of it. And then we're going to pack a bag. We're going on a we're going on a trip to 2023 in this case. And we are going to take three things from the previous year. And I'm not saying you're going to exclude the others. I just want you to prioritize the three things that you absolutely want to take with you into the new year. Is that new emotions, new initiatives, new connections, new relationship, new insights, new job, you do you. Write those down. Then I want you to consciously decide three things that you are not bringing with you. Perfectionism, a specific limiting belief, imposter syndrome, a friend that's no longer a friend, a relationship that you're letting go, a volunteer opportunity that is no longer opportunistic. What are you committed to leaving behind? You only have this bag. You can't take anything else. What is it that you want to leave behind? And write that down. Now, I want you to get out. If you're doing this at the same time, this is the next piece. And this is, if you listen to nothing else I say, (laughs) this is the most critical part of this process. You need to ask your intuition. You need to ask this process what you want a vision for. Every time we sit down to do this process, and you can do this for the beginning of a year, a beginning of a month, when you have a challenge at work, in your personal life, and so forth, any time that you're wanting to get knowing and get clarity around a situation, you can do this process. You could do this daily for different things. It's just a lot of magazines, I'm just saying. But you have to understand what it is you want an answer for. So in this situation, I am wanting a vision today for my health, for my personal life, for my family, for my professional life, something more specific in your professional or personal life. You decide, but you have to know what that is that you're wanting an answer for. I don't want you to think at all about what the answer is. I want you to know what the question is. I would like a vision for, I typically do this twice, once for my personal and once for my professional. Write it down. You could write it right down on the piece of paper that you're going to put all the photos on top. Doesn't make a difference, but that is a critical piece. Okay. Now is the fun and messy part. So 
again, traditional vision boarding. I take a beautiful magazine and I flip through it very slowly to find the perfect word and the perfect image to go with the image of my vision in my mind. That is not what this is. I want you to take your magazines. Again, anything will do. Do not let perfectionism get in your way. And I want you to set a timer for 15 minutes. And this is how it works. You open the magazine, you go to the first page. We are looking at anything that jumps off the page at you, something that speaks to you in some way and do not think about why it is. Just if there is a word, an image, a pattern, or a color that speaks to you, just rip out the piece of paper, put it aside, and turn the page and just keep doing that, doing that, doing that. Do not, do not stop and be like, oh my gosh, Justin Bieber has this thing. Oh my God. Like we're not reading my friends. We are flipping and tearing, flipping and tearing, flipping and tearing. Do not stop until your timer goes off or you got to the end of your magazines. Okay. When you're done, you should have a healthy stack, like 20 or more pieces. You don't have to count. Just know that if you only have a couple that you might want to just flip through again and just literally, if it, if it catches your eye and you're like, oh, that's a, that interests me, just take it out. Now we take out our scissors and you set a timer for 10 minutes. And this, again, is to limit your perfectionism. We're not getting out a ruler. We're not getting out a paper cutter. You're using a scissors. You're going to pick up each piece and you're going to trim out on that magazine page what it was of interest to you. Was it the word, the image, a pattern, or a color? You decide if I have a whole page that's an image that I like. Sometimes I will just take a, you know, like a section of it. Other times I'll take the whole page. If it's a word, I'll just cut around the word. You do you. But you're taking from the big and you're just taking out then the piece that was interesting to you and you let the rest of it go. Now, at the end of your timer, and the reason I have the timer is so I just want you to keep trimming. Don't make it perfect. Just trim, 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 trim. While you're trimming, you're welcome to start kind of making piles. Here's my words. Here's my colors. Here's my patterns. Here's my images. But it does not, it's not important to do that. Now, the next piece, you don't have to set a timer. We do when I do it in the workshop because, you know, we got to keep moving because it's the step after next. That's the most important step. So now you have all of these trimmed pieces and I want you to lay them all out. And you're looking for things that kind of go together. Are there words that are similar? Sparkly, bubbly. Are there colors and patterns? Like you have a bunch of things that are purple and some things that are green. And so you'll start to see and don't think about it. Don't think like, oh, I need to make this work. Just start to look at 
what things go together. And in this process, between trimming and this one, you're going to see things that are like, this no longer speaks to me. Like, I don't really know what it was about this that made me rip it out, but it's not, it's not talking to me. Put it aside. I will tell you that you will probably only use half of what you took out of the magazines. Save the other pieces. There's other purposes in life, especially if you're an art journaler. But start to kind of group things together, what goes together, words that, you know, the other day I had ignite and then I also had lightning. Those go together in my mind. So just start to see what things are coming together. And then you're going to see that a bunch of them kind of all talk to the same idea. And some, it seemed like a good idea when you took them out. And those are the ones you're putting aside. It will, if you just follow your heart and don't let your mind get in the way, this process is easy. And I'll tell you, it is more fun to do it with someone. And it's also better because you're talking and not getting so focused in it. You can have a conversation. So even if you do it on Zoom with a friend, it's a great process to give your each of you some distraction to be able to kind of not overthink. So then get out your glue, your scissors, your tape, your stapler. Again, don't make it perfect. And start gluing everything down on your board. Again, give yourself 10 minutes. Otherwise, you could, you'll do this for three weeks and you will kill again. You're killing the vibe. So some people don't like, it's like people with their food. You like your food to touch or you have to have all your food separate. I like overlap. I like to make mine kind of a composition. It does not make a difference. It's again, what you're comfortable with and how it speaks to you and how you want to lay it out. There is no right and wrong by any stretch. So then once you have everything glued down, I want you to get out your journal. And I want you to think about kind of what things popped off the page right away? Like what were the things that started, you were so drawn to things that were colorful, things that were serene, things that were black and white, things that were all in red. Like were there colors and images and words that came up? As you were trimming them and grouping them, what started to speak to you? What themes are there? Is there kind of like a self-love, self-help, self-care? Is it looking like new initiatives? Is it very family-oriented? What are their themes that you're seeing? What do you think your board is trying to tell you? And did you capture this idea of what you want more of? In other words, the things that you want to pack for your trip. And does your board speak to the things that you are not bringing with you? 
What do you see kind of peeking out at you? What are you feeling as you look at this board? Does it scare you a little? Are you comfortable with the messages or is it pushing you? Are you surprised at anything that you saw? And are you disappointed in any way from what you saw? So really look at that and then close with the, I wanted a vision for this in that perspective. What is it saying to me? And that it will, my friend, there is no one that has done this that hasn't gotten to the answer of what is my intention? Where does my focus need to go? It's not going to be, I need to go on a, I need to go on a cruise to Jamaica. That's not what it's going to say to you. It's going to say, uh, you want more connections. You want to spend more time with your family. You want to be alone more. You need to retreat more. You need a new job, like a new initiative, a new fresh start. These are the types of things that if you just watch and look at it, that's when you read your board. And first you come up with the message. Mine for this year, which I will have posted and so forth, you'll see, is this whole idea on kind of a fresh start, reboot, re reinvent. Um, one of the words on mine is um, get ready, here they come. And abundance and versatility, it's around. Mine was on my professional. And so once you have the message, it's telling me that it's time to change. It's time to do things differently. And that it was absolutely in alignment with what I was taking with me and what I was leaving behind. So one of the things I was taking with me is my risk taking and my ability and um, and my, what did I want to say, my okayness with taking change and to reinvent with intent. And one of the things that I was leaving behind were my limiting beliefs. I am done. I am done doubting myself. I am done repeating old patterns. I am ready for a fresh start. So once you, what was your vision? What were the three things you're bringing? What are the three things you're leaving? And what did the magazine say to you? And they're not the magazine saying it to you. You're saying this to you. Sometimes you have to turn your board so that you can see it from a different perspective. Take a picture of it and see it that way. Get the message and don't worry about the word right now. You will noodle it. It will come. For me, almost never is my word on my board. Again, this year's. Here they come. Get ready, abundance, versatility, fizzy, and reboot were the words on my page. But my word for 2023 is transform. And whenever I know that I've gotten there, 
I get goosebumps. Goosebumps are my knowing. And you might feel it in a different way. You might feel it in a heart swell. You might feel it in like ears ringing. Like when, what, and this is where you have to really get in your body, my friends. When you know in your gut that this is the right thing, how does that feel? And look for that. And it does not have to be a freaking perfect word. You don't have to go to the thesaurus. You don't have to go to a dictionary. You don't have to. It just needs to be a word that embodies the message that your self is telling you that this is where it wants you to head as you move forward, as it relates to what you were looking for the vision for. At any point, I am really, really good. These are like tea leaves to me. You send me your photo, tell me what you wanted to vision for, the three things you were taking and leaving, and I can tell you 100% what I think the board is telling you, and then we can work together to find a word. The word is not what is important. It is tapping into what is important to you. The word is kind of a fun process to get to that. One lasting, last comment on the word. So often everyone talks about the word in January, but you come next December and you ask someone what their word was. They're like, I think it was, I think it was embrace. I think it was declutter. I think it was whatever it was, they can't remember because it was still not something similar to a, a goal and or an intention if we don't break it down and put a plan to it and actually focus our energies on it, it'll go by the wayside just like everything else. For me, I wear bangles. I'm always having to take them off. I left them on today um, for when I'm recording because that's annoying to listen to. I wear bangles that have my words on them. So last year, my word was ignite. The year before that, it was shine. And the year before that was inspire. And this year is a transform. And I get no revenue from promoting where I get my bangles but I love them. And in the show notes, I will give you the link to um, the Etsy shop for where I get them because they're fabulous. I do, but you do you. But how can you make this word, not just a word, but a true intention on where you're going to go and focus on yourself in the new year?